This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 56% of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Phone calls have been very good. A lot of topics to dive into. The former NFL running back, I believe he played for both Bill Cowher and Chuck Noll. How many players can say that? Merrill Hodge will join us. And Hodge is still uh, assessing uh, players eligible for the draft. You go back to, now, there was a, a clip that went out last week. It went viral, as they like to say, where we uh, were able to go back when Merrill was on with Skip Bayless. I think Skip was at the mothership at the time. So nine years ago, and Merrill Hodge said, basically, I, there's no way I would take Johnny Manziel. You know, he's, he's not a franchise quarterback. And then Skip says, I couldn't disagree with you more. And uh, you've never been more wrong. Uh, Skip's never been more wrong, but uh, what? Oh yeah, that's probably top has five. he been, has he been more wrong than now? He did say one time that he would take Tim Tebow over Tom Brady. I think with a game on the line. Correct. He also with Manzel. He doubled down and said, "This is going to be Manzel's town soon. Move over, LeBron." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I right. could find twenty more. Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh... 877-3DP-SHOW, email address to be a Dan Patrick. You're being guy. a gentleman. Well, no, Skip does what he does. That's why when people say, hey, what do you think of him? It's what do you think of him? Because if, if you want to watch, then watch. He's a performer. That's okay. I mean, I, I, I do what I do the way I do it. I, I don't try to be somebody else, and Skip is who he is, and he's been very successful. And, and a lot of it is, I'm going to say a lot of things and have hot takes, and hopefully you'll forget when I'm wrong. But his, his job is to give you an opinion to get you excited. Same thing with Stephen A. You know, they may not have facts to back it up, or maybe they do, and they feel strongly about this. But this show has never been about trolling you and going, uh, how can I be counter to this? Yeah, Stephen. Maybe we should m move into our trolling era. No. Or we just start just no. doing the dumbest things. Well, we've been doing I mean, we things, might be doing that, but yeah. it's not, not as well as we could be. Yeah, it's not by design where we go, how how are we going to be dumb today? Yes, Paulie. 
you know, I, you compared Stephen A. and and Skip. I don't, I don't compare that. Their their volume is similar. Stephen A. I think believes what he says on air. Well, I no, really, no, Skip does too. Oh, uh, I, I think Skip. I do. Picks a direction that he knows, almost like analytics. If I go this direction, I know I'll get this reaction. I don't care whether I believe it. If I happen to believe it, it makes it easier. But I think he's a performance artist who manufactures content to cause re- a reaction. Well, and Stephen A. I think really believes what he says. He just has a performance technique that is fantastic. See, I think they believe it. Now they could be delusional. Like Skip could be delusional. I, you know, LeBron has 20 rebounds, and Skip wants to know why LeBron didn't have 21 rebounds. It doesn't matter what happened. Now, that's where you're trolling, where you're going, okay, I'm going to play the hits. I love the Cowboys, and I criticize LeBron. That's his game plan every single day, right? I'm guessing. And, and it's, that's playing the hits. You're, you're playing to two of the biggest fan bases there. Lakers, Cowboys. You throw in a Tebow, once again, Who's going to criticize Tebow? He's telling you how great Tebow is. Tebow time. Okay. It's wrong. He's wrong in his criticism of LeBron. He goes out of his way to be critical of him. Uh, you know, he loves the Cowboys. So, you know, that's his philosophy. And I, I don't begrudge any of those guys. It's the audience decides how successful you are. Because Skip could do this and nobody could be watching. And nobody would care. And plus, where you do it. You know, Stephen A. is on the mothership. I remember when Stephen A. got let go by ESPN, and he did the radio show prior to this one. And people don't even remember that. It's the platform you're on. And then he went back to ESPN. They turned the keys over to him. And look at him now. He's running the network there. But there are a, there are a few people. Plus, I always tell, when, when you're starting out and you want to do this for a living, be prepared for the blowback. Be prepared for criticism. I played it straight and narrow because I was an anchor at Sports Center, and and I didn't think that it, you know my opinions were supposed to be in my broadcast back then, and and therefore I didn't have a take on things back then. Even when I did radio, uh, should have had more of an opinion, but I just didn't. I thought ESPN. I was representing ESPN. And, and, you know, that's a miscalculation on my part. When I started to do this show, then it was my name, my show, and I could do whatever I want. But sometimes you want to put yourself out there. But put yourself out there when you have something that backs this up. Sources, stats, not just here's a hot take. Because hot takes, they come back, they burn you. A lot of times they burn you. And Merrill Hodge said, look, Johnny Manziel is not a franchise quarterback. Not even top three rounds. But Skip bought into Johnny Manziel. Like, Johnny Manziel is a star. Okay. That doesn't mean he can play in the NFL. Tim Tebow. God, everybody loves Tim Tebow. Yeah, but he can't play quarterback. Well, of course he can. Look what he did at Florida. He can't play quarterback. But, you know, you buy in, and then you're going to double down. That happens a lot. But... You know, there's so many people who do it in a variety of ways. Good for them. But I don't, I don't begrudge you. If you have an audience, you have an audience. It's like when somebody says, hey, what's McAfee doing? I said, he's being Pat McAfee. He got energy, a bar stool with Big Cat. They're doing it in a different way. I, I applaud that. 
And that's what you need to do. Be you when you do these shows. Because a lot of people try to fall in line and say, I'm going to try to be like that person. The guys who are successful, the women who are successful, they do it in their own voice. And I don't, I don't begrudge. Skip's entertaining. Stephen A, entertaining. May not believe everything they're saying, but they do. All righty. Uh, Merrill Hodge will join us coming up there. Uh, we'll get to phone calls coming up. Lamar Jackson, I haven't heard anything. That's it. Like, at some point, is he just going to show up at camp? Are they going to give him a new deal? Is he going to then come back and then go, hey, you know what? I'll take the deal that Jalen Hurts got. Are they going to trade for DeAndre Hopkins? You got Odell Beckham there. I think we forget how good Baltimore can be. And if Lamar Jackson is there and you have some weapons there, do you eventually meet halfway? But that... Going into the draft, there's not much talk there with Lamar Jackson, which I'm still curious about. Does anybody entertain the possibility of trading for him? Aaron Rodgers showed up at uh, the Jets facility. Looks good. Got haircut. Got his uh, Jets hoodie on. He's ready to go. Everybody gets a bro hug there. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, come on in. Hey, uh, is this the only time you're going to be here in the next couple of months? Because we'd like to have you back and meet everybody and the players and you know maybe work out with them. Could you do that? Because that's really the key with this. Help out those younger guys. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Good morning, those watching on Peacock. Thank you. Tonight, Knicks, Cavs, Lakers, Grizzlies, Heat, Bucks, Warriors, and the Kings. Last night, the Hawks interrupted the Celtics' march to the next round. It was a brief pause by Trey Young. Ice Trey from 30 feet. Bang! Um, Nuggets in the Suns advance, and we say goodnight to the Clippers again. Poll question for hour two is what, Seton O'Connor? Dan, hour one was an absolute runaway. All right. Uh, Should the Clippers move on from uh, Kawhi Leonard Mm -hmm. and Paul Mm -hmm. George? That right now is at 85% said yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not should they, it's how do you. Yeah, how that, do they? That's, that's what I want to know. Jeepers. How creepers. do you? Uh, what do you have that's for tough. hour two? Hour two, Dan. Uh, we got one in here from Paulie. If you're Houston with two first-round picks, do you draft a quarterback, C.J. Stroud, uh, Richardson, Levis, Levis, yeah, yeah. or do you trade one of them for Lamar Jackson? Well, you're not ready to win now, so I wouldn't make the trade for Lamar Jackson. You're probably two years away if all goes well. I would not take a quarterback up top unless I was absolutely positively in love with him. You got two first-round picks next year, and you're probably going to be in the same position next year. Um, I, th- I think if you could get one of those quarterbacks with your second pick in the first round, you you can't whiff on the first pick you have. You can't. Second overall, can't whiff. Would I take a, a chance on Richardson? Or I don't think Stroud will be there, but, you know, Richardson could be. So, yeah, I'm, I might do that. But I would rather wait until next year because I know that I got three quarterbacks – who are considered better than all of these quarterbacks. Penix, Caleb Williams, and Drake May. 
Couple of phone calls in here. I wish that you had said that, by the way, before I submitted all of my answers to Paul's game. <laughs> okay. That makes a lot more sense than what I just did. Does everybody have their picks in on which team is going to take, take the quarterbacks? Okay. And then we'll reveal this, of course. It'll be a big, big moment on Friday on the show. And when we look back on what we thought was going to happen first round. Mike in Utah joins us, speaking of that topic. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan and the Danettes. Speaking of looking back, in 2016, you guys did a quarterback draft, and you all picked NFL quarterbacks and where they were going to be in seven years, and I just wondered how that panned out. I don't know. Do you have the information? No, I don't even remember who did who. <laughs> well, I th- Mike, I thought it was going to be one of those gotcha moments. Like, you guys thought this guy. Yeah, Paulie. From what I recall, we did some type of draft. If you had to start your team with a quarterback going forward in 2016, was, I think we did that. Was that Fritzy taking Carson Wentz? I think it was. I, I got to check that. 16 might have been too early, but it's it's something like that. Yeah. I thought Mike was going to say, you idiots, do you guys know who you pick was going to get? <laughs> He's like, no, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing we do this almost every year. Uh, let's see. Kevin in Dayton. Hey, Kevin, what's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, how's it going? Great, Kev. Uh, first, time, first time, long time, 6'3", a soft 240. I just wanted to ask you advice. I'm going on a bachelor trip this weekend in Destin with 20 guys, and I wanted to see if you had any any tips for me. Okay. Uh, it's been a while since I've been at a bachelor party. Uh, Paul, you got any advice? Yeah, it's a two-day party, bachelor weekend. Yeah. Try not to overdo it on Friday where you're too banged up to answer the call for golf on Saturday or whatever's going on mm. Saturday. I've seen bachelor and bachelorette parties Friday out of hand. You drink like you're back in college. All right, Seton O'Connor. Do your best to have a glass of water between each drink. Oh, okay. It's going to make the weekend go by a lot better. I mean, nothing says bachelor party quite like mixing in a glass of water. That's why you just, <laughs> just sit, have a glass of water with you, have your drinks or whatever, but try to mix in... A glass of water um, between every drink. I, I, I'm taking a sensible approach yes. to this, and I want to make sure that I'm here for the long haul. Uh, look, this dude comes <laughs> back on, uh, you know, he's getting bailed out Sunday morning. He's going to be like, I probably should have had some more water instead of whiskey. That might not be the first thing he says. <laughs> and, don't go to a strip, now. and don't go to a strip club. Go to a remove just a, a little amount of clothing club. You know, not don't go too far. <laughs> yeah, where they don't strip everything off. Um, uh, good luck, Kevin. We're counting on you. Glass of water. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody been to a bachelor party recently? Marv, you're the youngest guy. I would think you would been to a bachelor party. I have not. I, I have mean, a couple of friends that are on wedding number two, and they were like, <laughs> no, nah, we're just going to keep it cool. I'll see you guys at the altar. All right. Yes, Todd. Not recently, but several years ago at Vegas at the Mirage, things got uh, pretty wild. In, in my estimation, okay. I'm not, I'm not the, okay. the big party guy, but okay. I just saw some things I probably shouldn't have seen. Okay, is this 30 years ago? This would be like, I would say 20 years ago, maybe. All right. 15 to 20 years what, ago. What is a wild time to you? A wild time is not only having women come up, but also perform acts right there in public and not even go in another room and take the guy with them. And just things are happening, and regardless of who's uh, viewing it in front of them. So there's no champagne room? No champagne room. 
There were there was there was a bathroom that uh, a couple of them went into, but then there were a few things I saw that were just happening right there in the main living room in the big suite that was rented out that I was surprised was going on right there for all to uh, ogle. Okay. So that to me that was kind of a big deal. I I can't imagine Fritzy being friends with anyone that ha- would have that type of party. I know most of Fritzy's friends got like three. <laughs> Yes, he. It's interesting too because Todd said it was like fifteen to twenty years ago, which means we all knew each other. Fifteen years ago, we were doing this show already yeah, yeah, after maybe 20, ESPN. Maybe twenty-five. <laughs> wait, wait. Now it's twenty-five. I don't remember the exact year, but you know that—that's a good point. It was—it was—it was before. Uh, it was before I was married. Is this the nineties? This would be before yeah, you're yeah, married. Then. <laughs> How long have you been married? I've been married like 24 years. Okay. So this it probably so, happened like so a, it probably happened like a year. 20, you just said 15. Now said it's 15 before you got married. Now it's probably, I'm thinking it's 25. Now it's we're all 30. think I'm just making up the story altogether. So we should just. Are you on. making up the story? I am not. This was uh, some wild stuff at the Mirage in Vegas, which I did not participate in, but I certainly uh, watched some of the stuff that was. <laughs> he was mixing in his water. See? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Todd, you were single. Why didn't you participate? I just didn't. It was just too a little too wild. I did. I did tell one young lady that I thought she was uh, very beautiful, and uh, and she gave me like a little peck on the cheek, and then she ended up being a porn star like a year and a half later, and sent me like VHS tapes to uh, an office in L.A. where I was working, which probably wasn't a great place to be doing that. How did uh, she get your information? I probably was communicating with her. And, uh, I don't remember giving her a work address though. I don't know what she, she did. Tons handed out business cards. Well, he's in the let, me, let me get the briefcase. Hold on, please. I just remember getting a note. Hi, Toddy. Surprise, I'm a porn star, which was followed by like three VHS tapes. Toddy? Which I still have. Somewhere. <laughs> I took her out to... Uh, she, wait, wait. Did I she took her out to lunch you, one time like, for sushi. Like hot Toddy? Oh, is that... Oh, that's the one, yeah. okay. Santa Monica yeah, for sushi. Yeah, Santa Monica. $120 for sushi. Nothing happened. And then I she know. got paged and had to go to uh, some... Uh, You're the only guy somewhere. who goes out with a porn star and nothing happens. Pagers. And I, don't even, I didn't even oh, love sushi. All of a sudden, I got a bill for like a 148.12 <laughs> before tip. And I'm like, oh, I have to go. I have to go meet someone. Great. Yes, yeah, <laughs> With a belly full of your sushi. <laughs> I was taken advantage of a little bit there. Not in, the, not in a good way. <laughs> wow. Sushi? I barely knew her. She's won all kinds of awards, too. She's, Has she? That's great. She's not, not like a character actor. She's a star. Yeah. Yeah, she was a big deal. They're not all stars, by the way. Like, you know, there has to be just like somebody who's just in porn, not... Everybody's a porn star. Yeah, like a bit role, like an extra that just kind of walks by the bed with nothing's going yeah, on. Yeah, they're, like, they're like journeymen in there, too. You know, like sometimes you have a journeyman quarterback or you know, basketball players played for nine Exactly. Teams. We're too quick to label them all yes, stars. Yes, Marv. There's a Robert Ory of the porn industry that oh, we don't know about. Like, you know what? Yeah. Well, always comes up big at the end. He's called Big Shot Bob. Let's take a break. <laughs> That's a good porn name. Big Shot Bob. Uh, let's take a break here. Uh, coming up next, Merrill Hodge, more of your phone calls as well. We'll take a break back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. I just went out in the garage, and as I was leaving yesterday, Tyler and the big German were putting together the new Traeger Flat Rock Flat Top Grill. And I went, let's get this started. How about for Friday? Because Meet Friday... Flat Rock by Traeger, leaving no stone unturned. Three separate cooking zones, which means you can cook a variety of foods at different temperatures at the same time. And first gas-powered grill in the Traeger lineup. 
Traeger wants to make sure that you have all the tools to control what's cooking, and you're going to love the Ironwood Grill. It's one of those where you kind of look at it like, oh, doesn't even have to be cooking anything. I just went out and I was opening up the grill, you know, want to make sure that the heat, you know, feels good and touch my hand on the grill. Yes, Paulie. Seat and breakfast sandwiches on the grill. Let's go. Yep. Flat Thank Rock. You. Check it out today at Traeger.com. Remember, use the promo code DP show at checkout for free shipping. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Mother's Day. Mother's Day shopping. All taken care of. You're going to find out later. Dan Patrick Show newsletter. And if you haven't signed up, just go to danpatrick.com. Newsletter available daily. Comes out at 6 Eastern. And you're not going to want to miss out on these deals. 50%, 70%, up to 80% off the retail prices on these great products. And she'll love you for it. And you don't have to thank me later. But uh, that'll be available at danpatrick.com on the newsletter coming up. We'll get to more phone calls coming up as well. Travis Kelsey, Saturday Night Live host, a couple of Super Bowls now. He'll join us coming up. Uh, The draft is in Kansas City. Travis, I think, is uh, holding a party there. Knicks, Cavs tonight, Lakers, Grizzlies, Heat, Bucks, Warriors, 
and the Kings. Not sure how healthy uh, De'Aaron Fox is going to be with that fractured finger on his shooting hand. Merrill Hodge had the opportunity to work with Merrill at the Mothership for many years. Always had great respect for the homework that he did. It's not about hot takes. It's about getting it right. Former NFL running back who I believe, I don't know how many players have played for Chuck Knoll and Bill Cower, but uh, Hodge has. Is that right? You played for both those coaches? Yes. Yeah, two legends. Um which I find myself fortunate to have done that because Chuck Knoll's the greatest man I've ever met. And then what Bill Coward did in the position that he was in, I don't know of another human being that could have done what Bill did. And it was a, both guys were different, but both guys, great leaders. Uh, your video clip went viral the last couple of weeks with you, with Skip Bayless, when you were arguing Johnny Manziel. I, w- I want to know what research you did. Like, what did you know about Johnny Manziel that maybe others didn't? Because Skip was all in, and a lot of people were on Johnny Manziel. You were all out on Johnny Manziel. Right. Why? Well, you know, you know how it was at the mothership. They, you know, they they came over to me and asked me if I would come over and do um, first take with um, um, with Skip, and he said he talked to some coaches. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, well, that's whole low, uh, that's like really low hanging fruit right there because that means he doesn't know anything. He's talked to a bunch of coaches and who those coaches are were quite honestly irrelevant. This is actually the truth foundationally with every organization that's getting ready for tomorrow. The foundation of every player that's being looked at, I don't care what the organization is we're talking about, they've studied him on tape extensively. Um, they went back all of their games and studied him on tape, which I had done that with Johnny. Now, the one thing that was disturbing is he never played in structure. And then people always say, well, he's so exciting. And I'm like, you know, that's not a skill set. Um, and you don't draft somebody because they're exciting. But if you understand structure and how the, he's supposed to execute plays, he hardly ever did it. And then I had a good friend, actually, was my quarterback coach at LSU. He was the offensive coordinator of Steve Craigthorpe at the time. They tried to recruit him. And then I heard a lot of stories about how they recruited him, how he was as a person in high school, how he played in high school. He was reckless in high school, but he was exciting. He never played with structure. Um, Mike um, Mike Sherman was the um, offense coordinator there, um, and he had run a system there that was similar to the systems you might see in the NFL. Um, but he redshirted, and his response at the, to that question is, what did you learn, was probably the most telling aspect of everything. He's like, well, I was redshirt, and I didn't learn anything. Oh. And j- just when I heard that, I was like, okay, that just tells you who he is. And when you watched him play, and if you took all that action, that other stuff away, Dan, I'm just telling you from people get caught up in where the kid plays versus where he's going to play. And in our league, this is what makes Tom Brady the greatest quarterback in the history of our league. He executes the play. He plays in structure. And he does it. Like if you're going to make Tom Brady throw a hitch 12 times in a row, he will throw a hitch 12 times in a row. You know how many quarterbacks will say, you know what? I'm tired <laughs> of throwing a hitch. I'm going to throw the dig. But the dig is not there. Tom Brady is second of five, and the other team is second and ten. There's your difference. All right. How many quarterbacks have a first-round grade this draft? I got one, um, and that's C.J. Stroud. And he is unique from this perspective. Let's talk about this. These are the two things that have to be woven together. If you do not have these two things, your ability to win consistently in the National Football League are going to be very hard. you got to process decision-making, okay? The processing and decision-making aspect and accuracy has to be that combination. 
Like if you don't have that, you've got a big problem. One of those teams is going to run one of those two things. If you don't have it, runs you out of our league. Okay, he does have it. Um, Bryce Young has that as well. But then is when you got to go a little deeper into those two things. The luxury Ohio State has and Alabama has half the time they're just better than everybody else. Yeah. You know, and so what's hard to do, but you have to do it and you have to find enough evidence to see how they function in it is how will they play in the environment in the NFL that the NFL is going to create. And majority of all throws in the NFL are from a dirty, collapsed pocket. There's traffic. Uh, they don't have the luxury of being better than everybody else half the season. Okay, so how do they function within that? When you look at that category, now the decision-making and accuracy aspect and arm strength come into play. C.J. Stroud is strong. He is dynamic. I mean, his ability to throw accurate-wise Will attack. He can attack every inch of the field, every inch of the field. You take Bryce Young into that pocket collapsing environment. He doesn't have a big enough arm, so he's limited in where he's going to be able to throw. And he's not the same quarterback. He can't make those throws. And that's going to be a, a big consistency in the National Football League where he's going to have to play. that He doesn't play like C.J. Stroud does. I still love him. I still think he does a great job. I think he could be a good quarterback. He's just not – I wouldn't put a first-round pick on him because that expectation is you're going to be elite. You're going to take us to a championship. And you have to have this as part of your evaluation. He is fragile. He is not very big. And he has already displayed that. In the two years at Alabama, the last two years, the year where they were dominant and he won the Heisman Trophy, they were a dominant team, he was awesome. Now, when they weren't quite the team that they were the previous year, people got to hit him. People got around him more. And he didn't play the entire season. He got hurt because you hit him. Now, when they hit him, and when I say when they hit him, here's what happens in the NFL. Sometimes you're like, well, I can, we can get our corner there, but I don't know if he can get a quarterback down. Okay. In this case, your kicker gets there. They may wipe him off the map. I mean, they may charge people for murder when they hit him. When he got hit just in college, I gave him a 10 for toughness because there's so many times I'm like, man, he ain't getting up from that. Yeah. And that has to be an ultimate. You have to take that. You have to have that discussion, because in our league he's going to get hit. Um, he is not physically. Uh, he's very fragile, um, and you have to be okay with him not playing um, a few games every year. You have to be. You have to accept that that could happen. And then with his limited ability to throw from a dirty pocket, an NFL environment. C.J. Stroud doesn't have those things. Um, and I wouldn't put that on my coach. If I have the choice, I'm going to take the guy that doesn't put those limitations on me. And C.J. Stroud does not do that. I think he is unique. Um, he is powerful. He is strong. He is dynamic. He is accurate. And he will fret every inch of the field. And he is truly special from that perspective. Talking to Merrill Hodge, the uh, former ESPN analyst. He's an author, inspirational speaker. Let's go to the, the other quarterbacks here. Will Levis appears to be rising up a little bit. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I'll give an answer. I don't know. I, I well, let's get. You know, I'm, take, with, you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Meryl. These actually, Dan, are actually the bowl of the same category. Let's go back to the two things you got to have: accuracy and decision making. Okay, both are highly questionable. Okay, now decision making, we could sit there and argue, you know, and somebody could sell me on, well, you know, here's why he made this decision. You can clean that up, and he's going to be better. You're never changing accuracy. And here's the biggest mistake that is made in the history of our game with every organization. You think you can fix something you cannot fix. You cannot fix accuracy. And I go, I go from, I've coached kids from eight to 38. Actually, coaching in football is probably the best thing that ever happened to me. 
because I see the genetic makeup of a kid. I see a kid who's accurate. You know what? 10 years later, he's still accurate. I see a kid who's not accurate. He's still not accurate, even though he worked on it. And you can work on it. You can make your actually a little better. But at the end of the day, when you're in the heat of fire, you're going to be who you are. And that is not very accurate. Both guys, when I say erratic, I mean, Will Levis, I mean, he's made some throws from a hitch. I mean, short, intermediate, and vertical, too. Okay, there's not just one category where he's not good at. I mean, he makes some throws where even the receiver just turns around and goes like, (laughs) what was that? Like, consistently. You know, and um, I I went back and looked at his last two years. And he was better his uh, a year ago than yeah. he was this last year. Yeah. And actually, you know, everybody blamed his – said, oh, his offensive line was bad. I'm going to tell you this. I'd be pissed if I was an offensive lineman because he sacked himself more and got himself into trouble more by having awful pocket awareness, which was another layer of concern. I'm like, that's an instinctive thing. You know, that's something that – okay, go back to who's the greatest quarterback, Tom Brady. What made him so great? And what did they attack him for? Why did they not – John Gruden tells this story. We we downgraded Tom Brady because of his 40. The dumbest evaluation in the history of football because it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. What is relevant is how he moves within that spacing. And Brady and never Brady ran. magical. Brady never ran 40 yards at one point Ever. in his career. Uh, do, you have, do you have Anthony Richardson in there with the same kind of description with uh, Will Levis? Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. His decision-making, his accuracy, and just – it's 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 below average at very best from clean pocket, dirty pocket, mobility. I mean, moving right, moving left, every platform. It is consistent. He's inaccurate. You're not changing that. And that, and that will get him exposed to the NFL. Eventually, it just it's unacceptable, and it'll drive you out of our league. It happens all of the time. But well, I'll fix it. There's coaches that are, now. Listen, this sometimes the GM is making this call. The coach is saying, "Don't do this." I can't fix that. Well, you're going to do it. That's why I hired you. I'd like that happens all the time too. I like Hendon Hooker, but he is coming off surgery and he's 25. Is he a first round? Will he be a first round um, pick? Now he could. Now, 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 a guy who is accurate, a guy who processes things well, um, and I believe is um, devalued because of that that knee injury. And that knee injury has to be, you know, considered in the whole thing. Will he be able to play when it? But the two things I just talked about, he does have them. You know, I put tape on him, and I was like, you know, I, I don't know about this kid. You know, that's one thing I don't know about any of them. So tape tells me. I'm only going by what the tape tells you. I, I When I talked done with five of those games of him, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, the more, he gets flat-footed at times, which, you know, it gets him in trouble, and that's when he get, becomes inaccurate. But you can work on that and fix that. Okay, that's, a, that's a technique that he can get better at. Um, but his accuracy – I mean, his processing of the system they had, it was a very sophisticated system, but that's all you can go on. He processed that well. He threw big, he made big time throws in big time situations under a lot of pressure. Um, and I like you from that perspective. You know, I think you can build from guy. If somebody gets him in the second round, they're going to get a steal. They'll get a steal. Would not be surprised if he doesn't go in the first later. Uh, since you are a former running back, Bijan Robinson, uh, you know, from what I my source says, he might be the best player in the draft, but he won't be taken as the best player because he's a running back. Uh, right. You know, Dan, I was in his past. I watched him on tape. Okay, he is gifted. Now, here's what makes him gifted. Okay, and here's the difference between college and NFL. Most people don't realize that the fields are different. The NFL field is different than the college field. And as soon as I say that, everybody's like, what do you mean? That's not the difference. I guess it is. The hash marks in college are wider. 
college, hash marks of college are narrow. So in the NFL, we play in the middle. In college, we play on the perimeter. And so when you're watching a kid in college, you, you got to look at how does he play in the middle? You know, how can he create – how can he make a dirty play into a good play? Meaning there's traffic, the hole's there, but it's not really block clean. This guy will clean up a lot of bad plays because he's laterally and vertically dynamic. His feet and his fluidity – is rare it is special you can't teach that he has explosiveness he has power he has speed he'll block he can catch and so he is going to when he comes into this league his transitioning will be very easy for him and i was at his pro day and I, you know i was talking to him and here's where i fell in love with him we were talking about you know i asked him what's who's your favorite player and he said uh barry sanders and i said well that, that, that i mean that's not that's not a bad guy um, to have as your best player I said, how much do you know about Walter Payton? Because when I played in Chicago, Walter Payton was retired at the time. I learned a lot about Walter Payton aside from him being a great football player. But we would talk about the game and how he played and the mindset in which he had. And he talked about something I actually heard as a 15-year-old kid. He talked about his mindset of wanting it every day. And what that did for him is it, it forced him and it challenged him every day to get everything out of his God-given ability. So I shared that with him, and I'm like, you need to look on, up at Walter Payton. And he was listening, too. You know, some of these kids are like, yeah, whatever, you know, get out of my face. And, and he, he came over to talk to me, too, by the way. He started the conversation, but then he listened intently. So I tell him about this Walter Payton thing, and I said, here's what your job is, to get everything out of your God-given ability. That's what you have to do. If you want to be great in this league, if you'll do that every day, you need to study things on Walter Payton. You need to try to be create that mindset like Walter Payton, and you can put a gold jacket on one day. And he's like, can I get your number? You know, could you share more stuff with me? And just just that, just how he was as a human being and a kid. I'd heard about that too, but to see it and, and experience it with him and share that with him and he would take that on and embrace that, just whoever gets him is going to get just an absolute star. I mean. I think, it, I thought it was a dramatic pause, but I think you froze up there, Haji. Yeah. We'll take a break. Uh, Merrill, if you can hear me, thanks for joining us. Uh, the former NFL running back. That's great great stuff. You know what? There's there's no vagueness to what he's saying about these draft picks here. And uh, author, inspirational speaker, Merrill Hodge. We'll come back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Aaron. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the Atlanta Hawks winning, that means the Janet Jackson concert had to be moved because I guess they didn't think the Hawks were going to be going very far in the playoffs. Therefore, in Atlanta, now the Hawks come back home and have another game with the Boston Celtics. That's why uh, Marv is playing Janet Jackson. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. If you are nasty. Yes. If you are nasty. We just watched uh, Aaron Rodgers walk into the building and he got to meet everybody. Coach, GM, owner, handshakes, bro hugs, had a little backpack on, looked like first day of school, <laughs> haircut, took off, his, took off his Tom Cruise aviator glasses as he walked in. And the thing is, is it, it, it looks like it's in slow motion. That's actually how Aaron Rodgers was moving when he was meeting with the Jets. Soaking it all in. Uh, This in uh, from Shams. Kawhi Leonard diagnosed with a torn meniscus in his right knee. Uh, He averaged uh, 35 points in the first two games. But the meniscus injury was revealed and he was shut down by medical staff. And it goes back to what I've said before. People were critical that he wasn't being tough or, you know, you go, hey, at 60%, you're better than somebody at 95%. Got to get in there. And I kept saying he wants to play. There's a reason why he's not playing. He's hurt. And then, I mean, it would be nice if they said, look, he's not playing. He's got a torn meniscus, you know. But what do you do next year? What can you do next year? Except for let's try it one more time with these two. I, I don't know if Kawhi is going to be you know available for, what, 60 games again? And, and who else would be interested in? It's either Kawhi plays or tries to play or maybe doesn't play at all again. 
maybe his career is over. You know, Paul George, you're going to bring him back again. You bring back Russell Westbrook. You know, that roster getting older, don't have players under contract after 2024. You got an owner moving into a new arena. What could go wrong? Everything. Uh, all right, it's the game that everybody wants to play, but we came up with it first. We're picking where the quarterbacks are going to be selected in the first round and some musical accompaniment. Dan, there's five quarterbacks expected in round one, round one or two. Okay. I'll name the quarterback, then we go around the room with the team that selects them. It'll be Bryce Young, then C.J. Stroud, then Anthony Richardson, then Will Levis, then Hendon Hooker of Tennessee. All right. Bryce Young, he will go to, I'll start, Carolina Panthers. All right. I said Carolina. Marv? Panthers. All right. Seaton? Carolina. All right. Todd? Panthers. Okay. C.J. Stroud, I will go with the Indianapolis Colts. All right. Uh, I forget who I picked. That doesn't help this segment, Dan. No, it doesn't. Um, I think I picked the Houston Texans. Officially, on, That's officially your pick. I think. Oh, boy. Does anybody know where Dan... Dylan's got my Dylan's got my picks there, and if he put the graphics up, we'd know it. Yeah, I gave them to him so he can make a graphic for us. Uh, Todd, where does C.J. Stroud go? Houston Texans. All right. Follow uh, Seaton. Your Tennessee Titans. Ooh. Oh no, that's who I picked. The uh, Titans. Okay, no, no, see? I swear. Yeah, I, I swear. I swear that I, 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 the Titans go up and get C.J. Stroud. Let's, uh, let's recap. C.J. Stroud. I go Colts. You go. Uh, Titans trade up to get him. Seton. Titans trade up to get him. Oh, okay. Yeah, follow me. Yeah, no, I said it. I said it first. <laughs> Fritzy? Texans. Fritzy has Texans. Marv? Texans. All right. Anthony Richardson. I say he will go to the Las Vegas Raiders to wait out Jimmy Garoppolo's next two years. I am taking Seattle. Marvelous? I have Seattle. All right. Fritzy. Colts. All right. Seton. Anthony Richardson will go to the Houston Texans. Oh, okay. Hendon Hooker, or no, Will Levis. Will Levis. Will Levis. Will Levis. All right, Paulie? He's going to go to the Texans with their second of their first Mm, round draft I'm going Will Levis to the Colts. Wow. Marv? The Colts. Seton? Colts. Todd? Nashville bound. Tennessee Titans for Will Levis. All right. And that leaves us with Hendon Hooker Jr. the third. Hendon Hooker will go to the Washington Commanders, oh. either late first round or early second round. Dan? I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings. This is What? Yeah. What? I have Hendon Hooker falling to the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Yeah, convenient that all of a sudden you're you're, uh, you're taking all of my you're, picks. You're living off my fumes Wait, here. All of a sudden, you you forget. At first, you forgot all of your picks, and now all of a sudden, they're exactly the same as mine. Seaton. I wonder how that happened. Seaton, I'm trying to entertain a nation here. I wonder how that happened. I spent so little time on this. <laughs> you're a baby, <laughs> Marv. I also have the Vikings. Oh, yeah, of course you of do, Todd. Hollywood Hendon, Hendon Hooker is going to the Rams. You heard it here first. Is that his nickname, or you just gave him that nickname? nickname. Like Hollywood Henderson, it's Hollywood Hendon Hooker. That's a fun pick to the Rams there. That that makes a little bit of sense. Uh, That game crushed. It did. Man, that's incredible. Mike in Wisconsin. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind today? (laughs) 
Hey, Dan. Hey, so Mike. Just came across a, a crazy, crazy stat, and okay. this is uh, courtesy of Cedar Sportsbook Entertainment Purposes Only. But All right. the the top five most heavily bet schools to win the college football playoffs this this next season: Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Alabama, Georgia, LSU. Can, any guesses on who is six? Ooh. The sixth best odds to play in the college football Final Four? Not not odds. Uh, most heavily bet. Oh, cool. oh heavily, heavily bet. Uh, Texas. Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes. 1-11 <laughs> last season. <laughs> and they're 21-point underdogs to open up the season yeah. against TCU. Yeah, like eight players left on the roster. Yeah. I could, can we short that bet? Can we take that off? They they had a mass exodus. I mean, they're bringing in a lot of players. There were a lot of players that like uh, writings on the wall here. We're out the door. Travis Kelsey's going to join us coming up next hour. What was he? Uh, third round pick, I think, out of uh, Cincinnati. But he was supposed to go to the Eagles. His brother, you know, the offensive lineman for the Eagles, and they had an opportunity. To, now they took Zach Ertz, so they did pretty well. But and nobody knew what Kelsey was going to be. So Travis Kelsey will uh, join us coming up. We'll get to more phone calls as well. And we'll have a different poll question for the final hour of the program. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Paulie, and yours truly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces. Like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Owning a Mercedes-Benz EV isn't just extraordinary, it's extra easy. With full remote access to your vehicle from your phone via the Mercedes Me Connect app, the vehicles are all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.